is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Okay, so we are back. We're part two with Jen Couch. Okay. So all these lovely women who are listening, some cannot relate to this with regard to alcohol, but like me, it's the same story, but with sugar or something else. Perhaps it's numbing and scrolling on social media or other things to distract ourselves. But for this conversation, we are talking about alcohol. And maybe first start off on explaining, what do you mean that the person who joins your community and basically raises her hand and said, okay, I don't know that I need help, but I would like to just explore this. What does that look like if they're pretty sure they're not an alcoholic and they're not in denial? They just don't have the signs of being an alcoholic. How do you know the difference? Or let's talk about that a little bit. And then I want to go into some questions you'd like to ask them to look in the mirror and say, okay, I'm going to be really honest with myself here. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, there's this hashtag floating around out there, hashtag sober curious. And I love that because it really opens up the door for curiosity, which is so key. I think when women begin to kind of get that gut feeling of like, "Ah, this just feels out of balance. That's really, if I could describe how I felt. Again, it wasn't that I'd had this big crash and burn experience. I mean, other than the typical, okay, we all went to the wedding, we all drank too much, but just on a regular basis, it was more just an internal struggle and an internal dialogue, but it was very loud in my ears. In between my two ears and my own head, it was deafening at times. It was my biggest thing. Whereas, again, outwardly, no one would know that. So I think, first off, don't compare yourself to somebody else. You're always going to find someone who drinks more and someone who drinks less. Oh, that's so good. It's not a good litmus test of where you are with your drinking because you don't know what someone else is doing behind closed doors or what their tolerance is like or how they metabolize alcohol, their health. You don't know anything about their true relationship with alcohol. So why would we compare ours with theirs? It's a very unique journey. It's a very personal journey, but you know yourself better than anyone or you should. (laughs) Maybe that's an invitation right there Mm -hmm. to get to know yourself. And if you're afraid to look at this relationship with alcohol, then that is probably a signal that you should look at your relationship with alcohol. Amen. (laughs) Walk into the cave. I just put that on Instagram, that famous quote, what you're afraid of in the cave is what the very thing that you're going to need to see. Yes. And I'm just going to just, when they say put a pin in that, I want to just 
stop there because it's so powerful what you said. I mean, you said it so quickly and eloquently. You're like, oh yeah, that's funny. That was like a very powerful statement. If you are listening to this or you come across something and there's a little inkle twinkle somewhere in your heart and gut that says, um, I wonder if maybe, yes, <laughs> the answer is right. yes. If, if there's anything in you that says, I wonder, or if there's anything in you, like Jen's saying, that's creating a, rules around alcohol, or, oh, I'm going to stop next time, or I'm going to do it differently next time, or people around you have made a comment, or you're just, there's something, then it's worth looking at. And I'm, she's not asking me to endorse her, okay? But I'm saying, do not do this alone. Do not do this alone. Don't try to do this alone. Could you? Yeah. But why would you want to? It's going to be a very beautiful journey and it's going to be a difficult, I shouldn't say difficult. That's not true. It's going to be a beautiful journey and it's going to be a challenging journey, probably, anytime we try to change a pattern. And it's going to be worth it. It's going to have a little bit of challenge to it. Yeah. And it could be actually fun to do it in a group of women who, who absolutely are, get you, right? They love you. They, they're not judging you. They understand. And then you've got an expert like Jen who says, look, I've been there. So go right ahead. I know you have some things to share. I just love the direction you're going in here because when I do these calls with gals who are just new to our our community, our sisterhood, I'm like, this is so different than any time you've ever tried to drink less or not at all. This is going to be a night and day experience because if you're anything like I was, I always tried to curtail or curb my drinking alone in complete silence and isolation with my own promises to break only to myself so nobody knew. So it was just this inner experience that was never fun. It was always laborious, long, lengthy. I was always counting down. Like, when is the juice cleanse over? Instead of counting up, like, oh my gosh, it's another day. I feel great. (laughs) Wow, it's been two months. Wow, it's been two years. I just keep counting up in the days, and I'm not a big day counter of how many days I've been alcohol free. I just count years now. But, you know, for me, it's just, it's more about what am I gaining? Not what am I losing? And when you're by yourself, it's really easy to focus on what you're losing. Because what, what are you gaining? Well, you're not really gaining any new friendships because you're not talking about it with anyone. So with our group, I mean, you get, you gain so much by setting it down for a bit. And that's all we do. I do. We just encourage people just to set it aside. Alcohol is always going to be there. It's not going anywhere. It's a stationary object. It's, it's just there. Now, what we choose to do with it and how we interact with it and how we look at it, that's totally fluid and can change. And that's really exciting. So we just set it, set it aside for a minute. Give yourself the break of 21 days, which is enough time to break or change a habit. It's enough time to get out of that autopilot and just begin to disrupt that just mindless reaching and sipping and not thinking enough to bring an awareness into your relationship with drinking. And that alone with other people is a complete and total game changer. Oh, I'm sure. And I, as I was saying to a friend of mine a couple of years ago, because we used to have, I used to be in network marketing and we had a program that was 30 days of very clean eating. And one of the things everybody would give up, we'd give up gluten, dairy, and sugar, alcohol. And what was hard for me was the sugar. What was hard for her was the wine, which is sugar. Right. (laughs) Special sugar. But it's interesting because she didn't see it. I said to her, listen, you know, I'm going to say Sally. Her name wasn't Sally, but listen, Sally, 
you have some resistance around doing this shred program without alcohol and that's okay. But are you aware of the resistance? Because to me, it's glaringly obvious as your friend. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm like, okay, listen, I'm not judging you. I'm just asking if you're aware because I'm aware that I'm afraid to give up sugar. But you, what do you feel like you're going to lose? And the fact that she was afraid to go 30 days without wine was the reason I told her you need to go 30 days without wine. Right. That that's that's a cue. <laughs> that's a cue and trigger right there to help you know if you want to look into this relationship with drinking. If you're a little bit afraid to because it's such a, a either a crutch that you lean on or habit or you just kind of can't imagine, you know, a Friday night out or a Tuesday evening at home without it. That's a good that's a good opportunity to go why is that? And, and what would I be like if I did set it aside for any amount of time? So what? let's talk a little bit about your program that you have. And you got the free guide and it's not free with strings attached. I love that it is free. And you totally. said they can print it out and even put it on the refrigerator. You can tell my age because I said print out. <laughs> the young ones are like, how do you print things out? And why would you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah, I'm like, print it. Oh yeah, print it. <laughs> but you can have access to that. You have your community with a very closed Facebook community, how else are you supporting them? And what do you do in there? Like, what do you guys, what do you do with them to help them? Yeah, yeah. So when someone joins Sober Sis, they they hit this button. Okay, they hit a button that says become a Sober Sis. What does that mean? And what that means is they really have stepped into this like-minded community of women of all different ages from all over the world and all different backgrounds and walks of life. I've worked with women in their 20s through their 80s. So it's just never too early and it's never too late to change your relationship with drinking. And again, there's no label. So you're not identifying as an alcoholic or someone who can never drink again. You're not, you don't have to enter in the situation uh, with any labels. You can enter in with curiosity, with everyone having different goals. Like you said earlier in our other episode, you know, is it weight loss? Is it better sleep? Is it being more present in their own lives? Is it because they know it's holding them back? Whatever the reason is, it doesn't matter. We're all there to kind of get to the next place, which is to have that feeling of authentic freedom and control in that relationship with drinking so that you are making wise, empowered choices for yourself. And so that's kind of the vibe of our tribe, if you will. And so when women enter, I run this 21-day reset challenge at the beginning of every month. So we really communicate and connect three different ways within our group. The first way is me sending out a daily email in the 21-day reset, kind of like day one, email one. And I really take women through just different topics, whether that's knowing your why. Why do you want, you know, I kind of lead them through an exercise. Why would you want to stop drinking? What did, what did you like about drinking? What did you not like about drinking? Um, let's talk about social circles. Let's talk about a spouse that drinks. Let's talk about drinking has a spectrum. So it's really sharing, again, so many of the things that have helped me when I was right where they were, which is questioning my relationship with alcohol. Not sure if I wanted to give it up forever, we don't, I, lead, I don't lead off with that. I don't think that's the place to start. I think that is a natural progression after you are on this journey for a while. You begin to know, yeah, 
think I'm going to go another day, another weekend, another amount of time. And I, that's what I did is I just set different goals. So when women come out of the 21 day reset, well, let me back it up and say the other two ways that we connect through this challenge is me sending out a series of emails. That's the actual content and the information. But where the real magic happens is in the connection piece. And that's that Facebook community, which is super engaging, very active. I mean, there's 30, 40 posts a day in there of women just talking about their experiences, their breakthroughs, their victories, their struggles, their obstacles. They're writing in there. I'm about to go out for the first time since I've stopped drinking. What do I do? What do I say? It's just a time to reach out. And again, everyone in that private Facebook group has gone through or is going through the 21-day reset. Everyone kind of speaks the same language of alcohol-free living, sober-mindedness. There's no judgment, no rules. So it's very just supportive, like I can't describe. And then the other way that women really connect is I've utilized an app called Marco Polo. I love Marco Polo. I'm friends with Marco Polo. They they love SoberSys because we have utilized the heck out of their app. So when women enter SoberSys, they are given a special link to join a small group where the magic happens with these face-to-face videos, which is very, I'm sure, overwhelming and intimidating for someone to hear right now with strangers. But what if you could cut all the small talk and get with people on a soul level who get one of your biggest struggles and one of your biggest areas of concern or weakness or frustration immediately, you could start there. Can I just give you a huge amen and a thank you? Because the Facebook groups are great, but you have taken it 20 levels beyond that doing Marco Polo. And I, oh yeah. And I know one day when I have, you know, group um, offerings, I'll do that because in, and here, here's where I'm going to endorse it again. So I'm in the course that I'm in, we have Marco Polo groups. So we have 86 people in the course. And then each group is about whatever that is, 20 some people each. And we're in Marco Polo. And then we break off even into trios, even smaller. And guys, if you've never used an app like that and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to be in another Facebook group, trust me, getting one-on-one or 10 people in a group, whatever, connection, sharing, as she said, on a heart and soul level with a video, or you can even text in there if you want or do a little voice note, you'll warm up to the video. I can't even imagine a better way to support people. I bet they support each other. I bet they all become friends, don't they? Oh, I mean, Jill, can I tell you that women in Sobersys have become such good friends through Marco Polo. They've traveled around the country to meet each other. They've made t-shirts, koozies, even on their own, like as a Sobersys, but within their Marco Polo group. There's so much identity with like locking arms. And again, I'm just facilitating. I'm just creating the space. That's something they're doing. That's something they're doing in these little pods of connection, if you will. So So we come together in the big group. I do a Facebook Live every Friday night um, where I, you know, raise a glass, make a toast. You know, we're celebrating a a reset graduating this this month tonight um, or have a special interview or whatever. But it is in those smaller group environments that real change is made because I'm giving them information, but you still need to process it with other people. Yes. And uh, it's huge. And you need to be with peers because in any business, they look at you as like the top dog and the leader. 
And even though they admire you, they might say, oh, well, she's not as relatable. I need someone who's in the trenches right now with me. Yeah. Doing it with me on day three. I want a day three small group (laughs) where everyone's on day three. Yeah. Yeah. So if I joined this, is it an annual membership? How does the membership work? Great question. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. When women enter in sober sis, kind of once a sober sis, always a sober sis, I really don't have a membership for this Facebook group. And even once the relationships are made through Marco Polo, there's a point in time where I pull out as admin of that group. Um, but the Marco Polo group itself stays intact. Mm-hmm. And so some of these friendships have gone on for years now. From a one-time cost for a one-time 21-day reset. And it's been completely life-changing for months into now years. Well, that's very generous of you. Because I will tell you that most programs, you're going to pay, isn't yours like $100 or something really small? It's a one-time $97. Some women have connected for, for almost a year or two years on that same $100. It's incredible. So everyone listening... Here I am again. Yeah, yeah. It's that's so inexpensive. Some people are like, I can't believe you're charging for sobriety. I'm like, no, I'm I'm really just charging to cover the cost of facilitating. No, you should. I mean, truly could even charge more. So it's ninety seven dollars. But then you have there have this basically lifetime membership. Most programs you're paying ninety seven bucks a month. Yeah, I mean it's that's remarkable. That's pretty. That's amazing. You're right, Jill. You're right. And some people don't get that. They don't get the value that they're getting. Well, and what they were spending on wine, they're... Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so then when women do come out of the 21-day reset, many do want to go on on this, I call it almost like a hike. It's like we're at the beginning of a trailhead when you're starting the 21-day reset. We're we're meeting at base camp. You know, who wants to hike it? Let's go on a 21-day hike. Some people, that's all they needed. That's all they wanted. They just wanted to drink less. They wanted to cut down. They just wanted to find some friendship and that's what they needed. And and it may be months later that they're ready to take the next ascension, the next step in the journey. But for many women, they come right out of the 21-day reset with so much momentum. They really don't want to fall back into old ways. So then that's when I offer a 10-week online course that I've written that launched the beginning of 2020. It's called AFL, which stands for Alcohol-Free Lifestyle. And that's when I really go into the 10 pillars of alcohol-free living, which ironically have very little to do with alcohol. It has everything to do with how to feel the feels, the obstacles, Mm -hmm. how to really give yourself true self-care, how to have healthy boundaries. A lot of women that, you know, indulge in numbing out don't have good boundaries. Right. The whole module on that. So AFL is a great follow-up course. And, and that is another investment. And that is for women who are ready to get more small group coaching with me. They get more of me in that next step. They should pay for that, Jen. Yeah. They get they get a lot more of Jen. And then after that, I've even recently launched here this year in 2021, Project 365. I take women all the way through that first year of no drinking. Even if they're not sure if it's a forever thing, just there's something really amazing about your first year or just even the goal of saying, I want to see everything that I can learn. Who is the person I can become if I set it aside for one whole calendar year where you're looking at all the first, your first birthday to celebrate without champagne toast or booze in your hand, your first vacation, the first time you go to a wedding, 
first New Year's Eve? All the first be celebrated. And so I've got a program after AFL, which walks women through celebrating all the first in community with other women who are also walking up to kind of this new level of the summit. It's so much support. It's just ongoing support. Beyond what I thought it was. Yeah. It's a lot of support. Yeah. People can take as much as they want when they're ready. There's no pressure because it is such a unique journey. And some women are like, whoa, I just want to cut down. They do the 21-day reset. They go back to moderating. They go back to trying to be a mindful drinker. For many, that doesn't work (laughs) because, again, it's not really the nature of the beast. It's not really something that you need to moderate usually doesn't really want to be moderated. Great point. So that's where I'm like, that's okay. I'd rather women get to that place on their own than feel like, well, I signed up. It's just what I have to do next. No, it's not what you should do. By the time you make that decision, it's what you must do. And that's a different ballgame. And that's who I want to work with. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so helpful. I'm super excited about what you're doing. I'm grateful for it. And I'm really happy that everyone in BU Collective has found you. And thank you to Sarah. That's the reason we found you. And I'm certain that there are women listening to this saying, I don't feel like I'm alone. I realize now that it's not just me. There's nothing wrong with me. And thank you for giving me a solution. And you're the solution. I mean, what you're doing is beautiful. So, and also thank you for following the nudge because we talk a lot about MBU about, you know, when God, the universe, everyone uses a different word, gives you that inkling that you could use your journey to help other people or you could do this or that. So many of us ignore it and we or we stuff it down. Or, oh, it's not me. It'd be better with someone else. Imagine if you had not followed that because you could have just stopped drinking and had a great life. Yep. Right? But the fact that you have said, okay, now how can I use this to serve other people? I hope that it's not just about drinking, but everyone hearing is like, okay, maybe there's something I could be doing. Right. Cause it's, it don't, you can tell you love what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And again, you know, I wouldn't have been a million years being the, the non drinker in my younger days become the sober sis when I turned 50. <laughs> but I, it's such, it's, it's really, it's been such a cool journey. And if I didn't have the struggle, the frustration, the confusion even around my drinking. If I if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have the rich, full, exhilarating, sometimes scary life that I have now. And so I'm so grateful for it. I'm so thankful that I did hear the call and it was distinct in my life. And there's no question about it. Sometimes I really do deal. I just pinch myself and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe I get to relate with women just like myself on a daily basis because I so needed to see or hear somebody like me talk. Which is what they need too. That's exactly what they need is to hear someone like them. Yeah. Well, thank God for you. That's wonderful. Okay, everybody. So go find Jen on her Sober Sis website. On Instagram, what's your handle for Instagram? Yeah, it's at Sober Sis. Easy. And the free guide is SoberSis.com. And then I also have a website currently out there is SoberSis.com forward slash home. And it also houses a lot of the podcasts that I've done. I can't wait to add yours on there. Great. And that's also where you can just see more about Sober Sis. Okay. So we'll have all that linked up for everybody. And I just thank you again for all of your time. Yeah. Thank you. This was an awesome conversation. It was. Thank you so much for joining me on BU. 
I know there was something in this episode you were meant to hear. So let me know in a DM on Instagram at jillhermanbu. Be sure to subscribe to the BU podcast. And if you have iTunes, I would so appreciate you rating the podcast and leaving a comment with your biggest aha or takeaway. Sharing a screenshot of this episode on your story is the best way for us to reach women just like you. And if you send a link to a friend, let her know what unique quality she has that the world needs more of. If this is your first visit, welcome to our BU Collective, where we get honest about what it takes to find our true self so we can set her free and start living.